All right. We are here tonight for the winter solstice. Uh, it is always uh, an exciting time of the year. Super happy that you all are joining in tonight. So thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Very special, sacred, sacred evening here. Um, we're here for the Archangel Michael Global Transmission, and I'm Reverend Anna Jones. Uh, for those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, there's uh, over 750 people who registered for the entire series of transmissions that I've done this year. Um, some of you may have only heard about it just now, so that's fine. You don't have to have participated in any of the other sessions of the year. However, um, all of the other sessions that I've done with with the Archangel Michael Global Transmissions uh, that have been recorded are up on my Celestial Voice podcast. Uh, so you're welcome to go and listen to any of those uh, recordings. Um, the podcast is available uh, on both my website, which is where you register for this event, which is AnnaJonesOnline.com, and the podcast, uh, it's, it's called the Celestial Voice Podcast with Anna Jones, is also available on iTunes. So you would just go to iTunes and you would search Celestial Voice Podcast with Anna Jones. So um, you can find any of those previous recordings. In fact, excuse me, something's tickling. Um, in fact, the um, this recording that I'm making tonight uh, won't be made available immediately to everyone. Uh, they're released through the podcast. So um, that's how it's going to be released. And with it being just a couple days before, I think we're three, four days now before Christmas and the weekend being Christmas Eve, so three days before Christmas Eve, uh, it'll be next week uh, at the earliest that the podcast will be released. So, um, and we will send an email out, uh, but the easiest, fastest way to get notified once those uh, podcasts have been released is if you um, subscribe on iTunes to the Celestial Voice podcast, then as soon as the recording is posted to iTunes, uh, if you have it on your notifications for iTunes to notify you about your podcast, then um, they'll, they'll notify you that, that, it's, that it's available. So um, yeah, so that, that's the fastest way. But we will email uh, out everybody to let you know once the recording has been put onto the podcast, there's processes that has to go through, including me writing, figuring out what the title the theme is for the message because I never know until I go back and listen to it again um, because these messages are trans-channeled messages. Um, all we do is, uh, all I do is uh, serve as just the the vocal medium, the uh, the trans-channel medium uh, for the messages to come through. I'm not thinking it and then saying it. Um, it really is something that I'm just watching, observing, listening, hearing, witnessing at the same time you all are. So, um, yeah, so that that's that's the process. Well, that's that's what, what's happening in, in, in with the recordings anyway. The process for the recordings. So I always do a little bit of an introduction. I'm not going to introduce so too much about myself. There's a brand new, um, not brand new, but newer video that was done at the end of the summer, released in uh, I believe it was August, and then it just finally got released to me and put up on my website in November. Um, that was uh, an interview that was done with me by the Shift Network. 
um, and for the Mystic Summit uh, that they did and they invited me to participate in, which I was honored to do so. Uh, and that video is now up on the homepage of AnnaJonesOnline.com um, and you can go watch that and learn a lot more about who I am um, as a modern mystic, uh, some, of my, some of my stories, some of the work that I do as an interfaith minister. You can also read more about me on the bio page of my website as well. So while you're up there watching the video, uh, you can also click over to the bio page. So you can click on the podcast and listen to any of those podcasts for free, even download them for free. Click on the bio page, uh, read any of that for free, um, and then also watch the video from the Mystic Summit uh, of just me, not the whole summit, but just, just my interview uh, from that uh, also on the homepage of my website. Uh, a couple other things while you're on the website, you can also explore the holiday section, uh, which is where um, you'll see special holiday special offers, including two free gifts that I have on there. Um, one is, they're both audio recordings uh, for you to download and just keep and listen to anytime you'd like. Um, those free gifts, one is a trans-channeled message from Archangel Raphael on, um, he asked me to do a series on the elements and for healing uh, the, the elements of the earth and balancing the elements of the earth and that includes in ourselves because also earth, air, fire, and water are in us and so that's the water transmission that I've uh, been able to do thus far and uh, release thus far as that free gift in the uh, holiday section on my website and um, the second free gift is a channeled song at the same time that I did the Ar Archangel Raphael transmission I also felt this transmission of um, a song in uh, both English and light language uh, that was being channeled through and so that song is also available as a free gift and um, it's for healing balancing the element of water both within ourselves within our lives within our world and um, within on earth for the earth basically so it's a planetary and personal healing which is a lot of my work a lot of my work so that's all the things that you'll find up on the website along with other other things services uh, private sessions that I offer the work that we're doing here in the global transmission I do do one-on-one -on -one in private session but it's just different um, it's done slightly differently even though I use pretty much the same process uh, just again just some small variations to the process uh, and the big difference is in the private session work I'm uh, taking the questions directly from you individually uh, for you and your life um, and the questions we're going to be focusing on tonight are questions that really pertain to all of us um, and things that might be helpful for all of us to hear to know to learn about um, and to receive guidance on from our from Archangel Michael the other difference with the private sessions versus this evening is this is a global transmission from Archangel Michael that he's been asking me to do on the solstices and the equinoxes especially uh, for many many years now <laughs> So um, it's it's been a long time since I've been um, doing uh, conscious work since the early 1990s as a trans channel for Archangel Michael. But even before that, uh, I've been working as a trans medium um, for decades. Uh, and the way my particular ability works in private session work, which is how it was working and, and I was doing things long before the global transmissions began, is whoever's working with you is who comes through in that private session work. So your angels, your guides, your guardians, your questions, right? So uh, you'll see some special offers up there in the holiday section regarding that private session work as well. But tonight, the global transmission, um, it's been at least since 2000, 
2009-2010, that time period that I've been doing them, not every solstice and equinox, but a lot of them, the, 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 the vast majority of the solstice and the equinoxes. And these last two to three years, um, Archangel Michael has asked me to do a series, um, a monthly series. And so some, many of you have actually signed up for that monthly series. This is the last installment in the 2022 series. I won't be continuing in January with a series right away. Um, I'm believing that there probably will be a series in 2023, but I only do them when I'm asked, as I'm asked, um, in these mystical uh, clairaudient communication and med deep meditative uh, trance experiences that I have with these phenomenal uh, beings of light and especially with um, the, this uh, relationship that I have with Archangel Michael that I'm always in awe of um, and that I'm dedicated to be in service of uh, his mission here on earth. In fact, many of you may be coming from um, my social media work, which uh, my Reverend Anna Jones page uh, also some of the energy healing uh, pages that I have and groups that I have, um, but primarily my Archangel Michael and Legion of Light pages where many of you may have heard of me from. Um, and I am uh, that, that page is dedicated to Archangel Michael, obviously, and his mission here on earth and all of the angels, uh, spiritual guides, spiritual masters, uh, ascended masters, etc. All, all of the higher beings, uh, spiritual work uh, here on earth, but especially Archangel Michael. So I've not received any guidance or requests or intuitions about uh, needing to continue the series immediately in January. This year the series was from solstice to solstice and that's what he called the series. Uh, he called it his uh, solstice to solstice series. So the series for 2022 began at the summer solstice. Uh, who knows, maybe that will be what happens again. Um, I do feel uh, I asked him if, if, if he would want to bring through a spring equinox if that's going to happen and he said, he said yes. So the answer that I got back uh, intuitively, clear audiently uh, on that one. I put that question out there was that there would be a spring equinox Archangel Michael global transmission. So we'll see if a new series will be starting on the spring equinox. Um, if not, maybe it'll be the solstice. Maybe he'll decide to not do a series uh, this year and just have it be the equinoxes and the solstices again. Uh, that's also a possibility. I've, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stay tuned to see uh, what the guidance is and I'll definitely be uh, emailing everybody to let you all know uh, uh, there's definitely an Archangel Raphael Crystalline Transmission Series that's going to start in um, January, but I'll let you know when the next Global Transmissions, as well as the Archangel Michael Study Group that goes along with them, will be, um, if there's going to be one in 2022. So just, just, just stay tuned. In the meantime, what I'm going to try to do, just for those of you who have been really enjoying the podcast and, and really enjoying the, the monthly experience, um, I have a very large archive of uh, recordings um, from previous equinoxes and solstices um, that are timeless messages. There's like timeless wisdom in many of these messages. There's so many like just jewels literally uh, that, that, that we can continue to learn from and grow from. Also um, an archive of other messages that I've channeled from Archangel Michael at other times. Also many other messages from other angels and archangels, uh, which so I may expand the podcast 
asked the Celestial Voice podcast to include some of those as well during the time that there's not a series being offered. But right now, the Celestial Voice podcast has only Archangel Michael transmissions on it. So um, all of the ones from this year, all of the ones from the series of 2021 are there, uh, the, the series and sequence from 2020, and then a, kind of a, a, a small amount of others that are kind of out of sequence that were put up from my archives. Um, for example, Love of Force for Change was from the archives uh, and was not in sequence of any of the, the series of last year. Uh, I believe it was put up in between last year's series and this year's series. Uh, so I may be doing that and I'll also be emailing everybody uh, if and when um, the, those podcasts do go up because like I said I have a very very large archive of um, messages uh, that, that uh, I have to work with and that I can that I do want to do more with 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 putting out there and getting out there. Uh, so all that said, uh, we're here at the winter solstice, like, as I said in the very beginning. Um, I'm not going to say too much about the solstice. Uh, there is a lot of very high frequency, high vibration, um, very beautiful energy uh, I'm feeling at this, at this solstice time. And um, even many of the astrologers that I follow and that I tune into, uh, they agree that there's a lot of really calming, um, you know, peaceful, uplifting, um, you know, grace type of energy that is happening uh, during this holiday season after a very uh, intense early kind of power-packed punch to this to the start of the fall uh, fall ending obviously the season of fall ending today and the season of winter officially beginning today. But the winter solstice is more than just the first official day of winter on the calendar. Um, it's a time in which the earth and the sun align in a certain way that for those of us in the northern hemisphere, the sun begins to return. It's, a, it's the longest night and the shortest day, um, but finally it's the rebirth or the return of the light, the rebirth or return of the sun for those of us in the northern hemisphere. For those in the southern hemisphere it's still solstice uh, but it's actually summer solstice today and the, the, be the days will begin to shorten for them. For those of us again in the northern hemisphere which most, most of you are from um, the, the days will start to get longer. Uh, more, the light will return. The, the, the light will begin to get stronger. The light will begin to, uh, the days will slowly begin to get longer. By the time we reach that halfway point which is a around February 1st, February 2nd, the halfway point between the solstice and the equinox, uh, we'll be feeling it, we'll be really starting to feel that, uh, feel that shift. The ancient Celts, um, they actually described um, the, the solstice as the peak of when the winter energy has fully arrived. It's it, like it's fully peaking, it's fully, it's fully here now. I like to describe it in, in terms of like tides, uh, that actually winter tide, uh, the energy of it began to to roll in um, on October 31st at the time of the halfway point between fall and the, and the winter solstice. The tide started for winter, the energy, so to speak, energetic tide, not a watery tide, an energetic tide started to roll in or move in and now it's kind of reaching that, 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 that peak energy uh, and it will, it will continue to, to peak until we reach that halfway point in which uh, actually the energy will start to shift and the energies of spring will start to slow 
slowly, very slowly uh, move in. Uh, again, it's all energetic tides that I'm speaking of. So um, I always find that interesting, um, fascinating. I always feel that there's something uh, really powerful and significant about it. Um, the other thing I always like to remind people of is that the solstice is not just today. Um, it's a three-day time period, both new moons, equinoxes, full moons, eclipses, uh, most really powerful celestial events. Uh, we feel their energy over a three-day time period, the day before, the day of, and the day after. Um, so this was just the day of. Uh, this We're not doing this at the exact time. I have done them in the past at the exact time of the solstices, uh, but we are doing it on the exact day of the solstice today. Um, but we'll still be in the solstice energy. We'll still be in the solstice period uh, tomorrow as well, and we were yesterday uh, as a part of that three-day period. During that three-day period, to the naked eye, to the ancient observers, uh, long before telescopes, long before binoculars, uh, to, to our ancestral uh, observers, looking up into the sky to the naked eye, during the times that is called solstices, it appears as if the sun um, is in the same position in the sky every day, um, meaning the north-south movement that it makes, um, right? So there's the sunrise, sunset of every day, not that cycle, but the cycle of like where every day it, it, it moves further and further south. Uh, and then it starts, and it's at its southernmost point right now for those of us in the northern hemisphere. Um, and then it's going to slowly start moving further and further north um, until it reaches the, the, on the summer solstice, the tropic of Cancer, right? So it'll be, be the, the, way, the place where it rises every day in that, in that alignment, so to speak. Um, so it appears as if it stands still um, at that southernmost point. It doesn't like move from that, uh, that, that, that place that is rising on the horizon every day. So solstice actually means sun stands still. And it's uh, typically, as winter solstice especially, a time of stillness, a time of peacefulness, a time of calm, a time of going within. Um, all the things that uh, we're, we're celebrating here during the holidays, uh, to me there's no accident that the holidays all are around uh, this cosmological t uh, the, the event. Because long before the world religions uh, uh, of the world that are now the major world religions in the world, because um, I'm an interfaith minister and I've got a background in world religions, long before any of the world religions that have holy days all around this this time period, the solstice was, uh, you know, significant uh, sacred time for uh, the ancient peoples and the ancient indigenous people. So, um, yeah, so it's it, there's no accident that we find ourselves uh, su such a significant time. There's also no accident that our man-made calendar that was um, um, made by Pope Gregory, the the Gregorian calendar, uh, that that man-made calendar system also uh, was set to begin uh, sometime around that solstice. The, the natural time, the cosmological celestial time that actually our body's bio clock, uh, our biorhythms are set to, that the rhythms of nature, the rhythms of the sun and moon and the stars uh, all around us, the rhythm of the natural world around us, uh, would actually see or feel this as if it is a new year, the rebirth of the light, the time 
time in which uh, we've completed uh, one, one full cycle of the light and a new cycle of the light um, begins. Uh, there, there are some ancient cultures that also see um, the spring equinox as a new year. And we're going to see a lot of like lunar new year and, and several other things. Uh, there's going to be several new years between, between now, winter solstice, and spring equinox. And people get confused about that. They're like, why are there, why are there all these different uh, new years? Um, uh, because of the return of uh, the light, basically, uh, and the natural cycle, the natural rhythms of the natural world, of which our man-made calendars are not really based on, and it's another uh, whole issue of imbalance that I'm not going to talk about here tonight that uh, affects us as far as uh, imbalances, but what I am going to do is I'm going to talk about questions uh, that we have for Archangel Michael tonight on this night of the winter solstice um, at this time of uh, sun standstill. So um, it's because it's a time of uh, calm and peace and it's a time in which um, we're all uh, wishing each other, you know, peace on earth and uh, goodwill to all. Um, you know, there's all kinds of like, you know, goodwill acts and things like that that are happening. I would just like to put forth a question to Archangel Michael and, and um, it seems like uh, the subject of peace has been um, on my mind and, and, and on the topic of world events today as well. Um, and he has spoken on the virtue, peace being a virtue before. And so I'd just like to find out if there was anything further that he would like to say or share with us um, or practice that he would like to give us at this time uh, for bringing more peace into our own mind and body and as well as into our own lives um, or if there's any message that he wants uh, to deliver on the subject of, of, of peace uh, in our world, uh, of, of creating peace on earth, uh, co-creating it, uh, creating it, whatever it is that he would like to say to us on that subject. That's one of the things that's on my mind. So I'm going to put my questions out first. The process that the angels gave me decades ago and how to do this work and how to approach them um, was to never approach them without questions. That's kind of the first steps, like always approach us with questions. The questions, uh, let them know what it is that um, is uh, we're ready for, what, what it is that we have the will for. So uh, I, I, there's too many people that participate in these to be able to have everybody be able to ask questions, but um, I, I, even with there not being all of the 750 that are registered who attend, the live uh, there's still a lot of people that is too hard to let submit questions or or to you know go into the Q&A or anything like that um, so I'm gonna submit questions on our behalf and then um, I lead the Archangel Michael study group where we study these messages actually there'll be one more so we're completing the series of messages tonight um, but there will be one more study group of this message actually on the second Tuesday in January we'll study this message with the uh, a written and transcript, not just the recording, but we'll actually provide. A, I'll actually provide a written transcript for that study group. You can learn about that on the events page on my website. Um, and it's the study group, is, which is a much smaller group of people that um, are allowed to submit questions. And not everybody from the study group does, um, but I did get a couple of people submitting questions this evening, um, and I will read those questions once I'm through. Once I'm through with the questions that I wanted to put out there. So in addition to um, peace being on my mind today and thinking that would be because of the season that we're in and because also world events today uh, and ongoing world events on a regular basis actually, um, uh, I wanted to ask about peace. But I have a couple other things. Recently um, I was reflecting on um, 
yeah, I'm not going to pay any attention. I, I, I appreciate anybody putting things into the chat or the Q&A, but I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end to put things into the chat or the Q&A and ask everybody to refrain from doing so um, between now and the time at the end, right? So I'll let everybody know that now is a good time to put something in the chat or in the Q&A, uh, but, but if you could actually refrain from doing so, it kind of keeps me, um, it, it distracts me and it kind of keeps me off of a, off of a flow. And I want to hurry up and kind of uh, get through the questions so that we can start the transmission for tonight. Um, so I was reflecting recently on uh, some of the previous messages from the previous solstices. And the one that always stands out every year has been profound. And um, the last couple solstices messages have been up there, the winter solstices, summer solstices. But the one that really stands out to me um, is the fall equinox and the summer solstice, I'm sorry, fall equinox message and the uh, winter solstice message of 2019. I've brought this up before. Um, I bring, I've brought this up even this year before. Um, it, it, there was a series of messages that Archangel Michael delivered between the, in a series of monthly transmissions um, that was that was happening between September and, and December of that year, 2019, in which he was talking about 2020 and he's talking about the great shift of 2020, that there would be a great shift happening in 2020. He was talking about it in terms that um, I'd never heard him speak about anything else other than 2012, which was even bigger. But I, I was like, wow, something really major, something really big must be going to happen, uh, making a shift in 2020. And he's been saying ever since then um, that we are still in that shift. And even back in 2019, he was saying that it would really be uh, all the way until 2030 uh, that we would be the, the entire decade. We would be feeling the impacts of the great shift of 2020. And um, I was reflecting today um, back on that. And he, at the time, gave a series of teachings on dreaming, uh, intending, like, so dream, intend, imagine and manifest as four keys of co-creation and he wanted us doing it before 2020 you know those of us who are participating we, we did it to some degree i did it myself <clears throat> And I created a vision board for 2020. And of course, during 2020, it was like, wow, nothing on this vision board. It seems like it's going to come into being. But in 2021, some of it began to manifest. And I'm just, I went back to looking at it again recently and realized that this year, a lot more of it has begun to manifest. And then just recently, a lot more of it beginning to manifest as if there's like significant shifts starting to happen. And some of the things from that vision board manifesting. Easily, I could have just taken down the board at the end of 2020 and said, oh, well, that year was a wash, you know, nothing, uh, not much uh, manifested from, from, from that process that Archangel Michael gave. But I remembered that he said it would be all throughout the, the, the 2020s or that it would actually be all throughout uh, the decade that some of the things that we would be setting, you know, dreaming, intending, and um, imagining uh, and manifesting would be set into motion for and that we needed to continue doing it. You know, we needed to continue on a regular basis. Um, and to me, it feels like a really good time with this being kind of the return of the light, the, 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 new, the new year for the return of the light, the, 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 the new year on our calendar system getting ready to, to happen. Um, this feels like a really good time to revisit that um, and to do more with that. And I would like to see if there's more that he would like 
like to say or explain um, about either the four-step process, which again was dream, uh, intend, imagine, and manifest. So those were the four things um, that he said were keys to co-creation. Um, uh, and, and, and if you would like to say something along the lines of like, how might we then work with those four keys right now? Um, uh, you know, for 2023, for example, uh, this is a really good time. I always like to ask, is there anything coming up for 2023 that he wants us to be aware of? Is there anything coming up that he wants us to know about? Uh, I always like to ask that, and I'm putting that question out there right now. Um, but I, if there's anything further he would like to have us uh, do for, for co-creating uh, with each other and in our lives, right? So it was kind of for ourselves and our personal dreams, intentions, and then imagining it and manifesting it, as well as um, on a on a like a co collective level. In fact, he said to do it both on a personal level and a collective level. So I was revisiting it recently, just as recently as today, uh, feeling like a lot of manifestations starting to happen, feeling the need personally to revisit that, and feeling a shift also in many other people that I know uh, starting to happen as well. So I'm just putting it out there. He may or may not say a word about it. Actually, that's how this with this this process works um, just put the questions out there sometimes he answers every single question sometimes he answers only certain ones um, but those are the questions that that I have um, other than he's been also uh, in this series and the last series Archangel Michael's been speaking profound teachings about uh, the virtues as being uh, tools for co-creation uh, so he's talked about the four step kind of process uh, keys for co-creation with the intend, a dream, intend, imagine, and manifest. But then he's been talking about um, these powerful virtues as uh, the virtues being the energies that we then can use to co-create with, right? So uh, then, then especially in the manifestation uh, part of things, like how we want things to manifest in our lives, what we want to manifest in our lives using the virtues of the animals, the, not the animal, the, 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 <laughs> the virtues of the animals. Uh, that was a funny statement um, using the virtues of the divine to be able to uh, to create that the energies is what the energies was the word I was trying to actually come up with okay so if there's anything further he would like to say about the virtues I'm always open and welcome to that and invite him and ask him to do so and then I got a couple uh, I got four questions submitted from study group members um, one question was that it actually has to do with imagination and that in the past um, uh, some channeled information came through on the subject of imagination in our spiritual practice and the question is can Archangel Michael speak more on the role of imagination and how we can help develop this further towards reaching higher levels of enlightenment so that's one question submitted by the study group member another question submitted by a study group member is um, on the subject of um, monotheism versus polytheism. Again, these questions can be from the study group members on anything that kind of just pertains to uh, the, the greater universal truth. It doesn't have to be connected to my questions at all, so they're very different questions. Um, so it says religions are, religions are divided into monotheistic and polytheistic, yet it seems polytheistic religions and gods and goddesses are reflections of the one divine. Much like, according to Jungian psychology, we have different archetypes within us. Can Archangel Michael speak more 
more on the role the gods and goddesses play in our psyche and our collective unconscious. Okay, so that's, I'm just putting it out there. He can choose to uh, respond to it or not. And then uh, two other questions. Oh, actually one of the questions is the study group member reminding me that I had another question. So, um, yeah, uh, in this year's series and, and previous messages, Archangel Michael reminds us a lot about perfection and perfectionism. He speaks of it a lot. He's like talking about like we're not asking you to do this perfectly. No one can do this perfectly. We don't. We're not. We're not talking about you know per perfection here. You know, and he often defines you know what he, what he feels about that and what he and any any prefaces things uh, by reminding us of that. So what I'm wondering, um, and I wanted to, I made a note here to the person is reminding me to ask, is there anything further he would like to describe to us about perfectionism and why he feels it's important to remind us so often? Um, it, you know, is there something within our collective psyche? Is there something within our minds, uh, our minds or our emotions that causes it, that um, is, is the reason why we need to be so aware of it? Why do we need to be so um, aware of it? Why does it have some kind of power influence over us uh, which is kind of what he also indicates sometimes uh, when he when he uh, tells us about it okay so then the last question uh, that was actually submitted by the study group member has to do on the subject of um, surrender versus sacrifice. Uh, it says, we often, we often believe that in order to surrender to the divine, we must sacrifice ourselves or lose something of ourselves. Yet Archangel Michael has told us in these transmissions repeatedly that surrender means giving over to the divine. We are not losing anything of our true selves. I have heard that the origin of sacrifice means to make sacred is sacrifice important and if so what are we asked to sacrifice is sacrifice needed for surrender so very interesting important uh, question about sacrifice uh, versus surrender okay that's it with the questions I think I've covered everything that we needed to now, and I think I've completed everything with our introduction so now I'm just going to explain to you the process we're going to use I'm also going to have a drink of water here Okay, so years ago, decades ago now, the angels gave me this process and said that if I use it, it would always work. So I continue to do so until they upgrade it or tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, and there is five steps, uh, four things done in five steps, uh, four parts done in five steps. Uh, praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and the fifth step is returning back to praising. Actually think of this as a circle. Um, so like, like going around the hands of a clock or something, right? So praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and back to praising again. A circular process, right? So it's a circular process um, of working with Archangel Michael and any of the angels guides that I channel any of the higher beings that I channel I use the same process for the praising is an is an act of love um, it is an expression of love it um, is not something to uh, that has anything to do with pridefulness or boasting or anything like that uh, and the uh, praise chant that was given again um, asked to use um, is a, a very specific praise chant that is an invocation of Archangel Michael and 
primarily an invocation of God, of the divine. The, the chant uh, is made up of ancient Hebrew names for God, um, and including the name Michael, uh, which is going to be pronounced Mikael. There's many different pronunciations of it throughout the world. For example, the French pronounce Michel, right? Or Monse Michel. Uh, when, I, when I lead in uh, next fall, uh, I'm going to be leading a, a, a soul journey retreat to Monse Michel in um, the, the sacred site associated with Archangel Michael in France. In fact, mark your calendars for September 29th is when that will be coming up, and I'll be announcing that in the beginning of next year. So, um, yeah, so it, th that pronunciation is different. There's many different pronunciations. The pronunciation I'm working with in this praise chant is Mikael. Mikael, 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 Adonai, an ancient Hebrew name for God, um, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, also Eloheinu being an ancient Hebrew name for God, so all of those are ancient Hebrew names for God, and then Mikael, 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 even the Mikael, the, the, the name of Michael, still is an invocation of the divine because of the name, the, the El um, is an ancient Hebrew name for God, you'll see that at the end, Gabriel, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Haniel, uh, Shemuel, all, you'll see the, the E-L uh, at the end. Um, and for Archangel Michael's name, uh, he, it means he who is like unto God. Um, that's the meaning or the translation. So we're not only invoking Archangel Michael in the praise chant and connecting with his energies and bringing those energies, bringing those energies in and giving our love, um, but, but we are also um, invoking uh, all that is like unto God, um, he who is like unto God, and all that is like unto God. Um, and so then the, so it'll be Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim. Elohim is uh, a, a Hebrew that, like, it represents, um, like, an expanded way of, of connecting to God's, like, expanded energy, plural. Um, and Adonai Eloheinu, and then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And the best way to, to, to do this is to experience it. Uh, is to just be a full participant, to not just be a, um, you know, a, a listener. Uh, you'll get the most out of these experiences if you participate. Um, they gave this process not just for my benefit. This process is actually not for my benefit. It's actually for your benefit, for you to make the connection with them directly. Um, not just from, not just the transmission coming from me. The transmission isn't just coming, it's from me. It's not coming from me at all. It's coming through me. Um, it, it's coming through me and it's coming through all of us and it's coming through the energy fields uh, to the earth. Um, it's kind of, there's, there's energy, light activation, light work, uh, energy work and healing that Archangel Michael is transmitting to the earth when we invoke this. Like he starts sending, transmitting it um, and, and that's why he's also asked to do it um, is so that we can kind of He's, he's already doing it is what he says but when we ask for it even more especially when two or more are gathered when we actually come together and we ask for that we invoke that then he's able to do so much more and it's, it's a it's a global transmission he's transmitting it globally where anybody whether anybody's participating or not whether anybody's ever heard of me or not there's a global, global healing transmission that goes up there's some other whole other component of it uh, that, that that is happening um, based on the, the 
the small role that I'm playing, but he says it's also based on the role that everybody is playing, right? So it's not um, like something that's just like me and only me. Uh, there, there's there's something that is coming through you and the way that it comes through other people, and even as it comes through later on, uh, the, the, even through the recordings, he said he's continuing to do energy work uh, when even the the messages are being listened to later, even through the recordings, and people still like well, I, I get emails from people or little you know messages on Facebook Messenger and stuff where people say well, that meant so much to me. You know, I listened to it months later, and this is the first time I've even hearing it, and I felt such a connection. I felt like he was speaking to me directly because angels aren't limited over space and time like we are. There's something very um, um, magical, mysterious. Uh, we don't really have very many words in our language to indicate uh, what 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 that quality is that they have. Uh, and then there's divine grace that's at work, right? So um, the, the the invocation prayer, we'll sing that, we'll chant through that. I ask you to participate. Be a participant. That's, that's when you're receiving the fullness of the transmission is participate in all of the steps as we go along the way. The next step I'll seamlessly guide us into is the asking so we'll go from praising to asking um, and at the asking I'll do kind of some specific words uh, guide us through ask you to participate along with me silently and it, or you could do it out loud since you're all at home and you're all muted uh, but I'll ask you to participate with me as I go through um, the, the, the asking invocation um, and then the thanking and again I'll have some specific things to guide you uh, into going into gratitude the gratitude opens the heart it opens us at a red it prepares us to be in the state of consciousness to be in the energetic vibration that we need to be in for the receiving and then we'll just go into the receiving and for the receiving what's asked is that you just allow yourself to go into a relaxed meditative state your meditation would be a listening meditation right um, but just be in a relaxed meditative state allow yourself to just be open to receive any energy that he's submitting tr transmitting directly to you not just through me right um, not just through me, but um, I'm only delivering the vocal part of the transmission. It's 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 passing through me, and I'm letting it be spoken out. I'm participating. Uh, I'm I'm hearing it all as you're as you're hearing it. I'm hearing it being said. I'm also sometimes being shown things. So as soon as the 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 vocal part of the transmission is complete, um, I will bring us up out of the meditative state, um, and uh, I'll have us do a little bit of gratitude at the end. And we, we come full circle back to praise again, right? So we'll go through all the way through the receiving. So we'll receive the, the transmission, including the vocal part, which is the message part. Um, and then we're back to praise. And for the praise at the end, I'm just going to do very quick Adonai Elohim just by itself. Um, Adonai Elohim. And um, then I share with you anything. I, I, I'll fully bring us out of the meditation. I'll come up out of the meditation myself. And I'll share with you anything that I saw, heard, or felt that went in along with it or in addition to it. Uh, it's different every time. And then we'll be completing by opening up for letting, letting people use the chat, letting people use the Q&A to say hello, to say goodbye, to make any kind of comments. Um, ask any kind of questions, that kind of thing at the end, at the very end. Okay. All right. So that's the process we're going to use. So I want you to just get yourself comfortable right now. I'm going to take some more water. So we're going to sit back. We're going to make ourselves comfortable. We're going to close our eyes. 
And even before the praise, we'll just begin to center ourselves first. And so we'll center ourselves by taking some long, slow, deep breaths. And now we'll begin the praise chant, and I ask you to just silently or out loud join in with me. finished with praising and we're going to move on now to the asking and I'm going to guide you through specific invocation steps and ask you to say it along silently with me as I guide us through the steps so the first step in whatever way feels right to you is to silently call upon the presence of divine love and divine light And then again, moving on silently now, I want us to ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. 
and let's ask to be connected in a circle of love and a circle of light wherever we are in space and time meaning wherever we are in our location wherever we are in any time zone any time period that we are connected and joined together uniting our light in a circle of love and that we are protected in that circle of love and light And then specifically now in silent prayer, I want you to call upon Archangel Michael and ask for him to be fully present with us. Be fully present with all on the earth and be fully present with us today in this circle of love and light. Ask for him to deliver the global transmission that he's asked to deliver at this time, both as a message to us as well as healing energy that he wishes to send us and to the world. Ask him to deliver that full transmission in a way that is for our highest good and for the highest good of all beings. And we'll also silently give him permission to speak freely during this transmission, a message for us as part of the transmission, giving any guidance and insight into the questions that have been asked. And just sharing with us anything that he feels is for our highest good to know. And then we're going to move into the thanking. So continuing in silent prayer. First, I want you to begin to send out a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation to Archangel Michael for all of who he is and all of what he does that's known and unknown to us. Just use this opportunity to thank him for being who he is and for doing all that he does. And the next prayer of gratitude will be a prayer of gratitude directly to the divine. Just offering our thanks in whatever way feels right to you for any and all blessings in life and the blessing of life itself. Uh, so the blessings in your life and gratitude for that and the blessing of life itself. And any other prayers of gratitude that you want to send out at this time on this sacred solstice.
And now we're finished with the thanking and we're going to move into the receiving. And so I want us to just deepen our breathing. I want you to use your breath to let yourself relax into a quiet, meditative, listening state and to have you just remain in silence and in meditation all throughout the time that the transmission is coming through. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the transmission coming through. As a spiritual warrior, I am a peaceful warrior, a warrior of peace. And so yes, I do choose at this time to offer peace to all, to be an emissary of peace for all, to be an instrument and to be a warrior of peace to all and for all. It is I, the Archangel Michael, sending you my blessings and my prayers of peace. Sending you my peace for peace. And acting and serving in intercession. For the grace, the divine grace. To bring peace. For it to flow forth in you and through you, in your mind, in your heart, in your body, and out into the energy fields all around you. Allow the divine grace to move and flow through the energy of peace. Moving and throwing through your mind, through your heart, 
through your body. Through your breath, through your movements, through your words. Out through the energy fields all around you. And those energy fields are interconnected with all other energy fields. Fields within fields within fields of energy that are all part and parcel of one vast field. The field of oneness that you all share. Which is also a part of my prayer for peace. My prayer for peace at this time and ongoing continues to be that you awaken to full insight and realization and revelation of the oneness that you all share. As I have said many times, and I will continue to say until the full revelation has come to all, you are individual, yet you are indivisible. That full revelation, when it reaches the consciousness of all people, will bring about the fulfillment of peace on earth in every way it can be experienced and in every way in which it can be manifested. Peace does not, however, mean the absence of opposites. It does not mean the absence of contrast. Peace does not even mean the absence of conflict. That is not what peace is. Peace is not the absence of anything. Many people also feel that it is not possible because they feel that peace would be boring, that it would be something that would mean that life would be bland. Just to be peaceful all the time. Peace does not mean calm, even though there are many ways in which it is equated and many ways in which it can be calming. Yes, I have spoken about it through this channel before and there's so much depth to understanding it. It is a divine virtue ultimately, yes. 
And for those of you who think that you know what it is, there's always to know more. There's always more to know. Always the ability to know more. Always for the realization to come. Until the day comes in which it never leaves your consciousness, that indicates to you that there's always more to know about it, more to understand, more to realize and have revealed into full realization. Like everything else that is a virtue, it is ultimately of divine origin and divine energy. But it's energy that moves and flows within you, not just outside of yourself. There can be peace and joy simultaneously. There can be peace and ecstatic states and ecstatic action and activity simultaneously. There can be peace and even the presence of differences, even the presence of opposite opinions and conflicts even of those opinions and still be peace. You prove this to yourselves every time you face conflict in a peaceful diplomatic way. But still conflict must be faced because peace is not the void or absence of conflict. And sometimes in order for peace to exist, you have to stand up for peace, speak up for peace. It needs to be put into action. It's not an inactive thing. Support peace through not just thoughts that are peaceful, yes. Words, yes, that are peaceful. But actions, and actions to support that peace. Peace is not the opposite of violence. I have spoken before about the divine virtues, having no equal opposites. The vices, for example, they are not the opposite of the virtues. Because the divine energy of the presence and power that is unlimited, all-powerful, all-present, has no equal opposites. So when violence is taking place, 
it is important to stand up and to protect the peace. And there are smart ways of doing so. There are intelligent ways of doing so. Where peace is at the center of the focus of the consciousness, even in the strategies and being able to do so. Where peace is the goal, maintaining, sustaining, and supporting the peace is the goal, but protecting so that the peace can be renewed and restored. Applying peace in the presence of violence doesn't mean allowing the violence to continue on either. This is in your own personal lives in any way in which it may manifest. It's not just physical that I'm also speaking of. It's not just on a global scale that I'm also speaking of. I'm also speaking on an emotional scale because there's different types of violence. There's different types of abuse beyond the physical, beyond the material. There's a way that harm can be done to the mind and to the emotions. There's even ways that the spirit can become wounded, even though the soul can never be hurt or harmed by anyone or anything. And so everything that I have just said, it can be applied to that type of hurt and harm as well. When there is emotional hurt and harm taking place, the path of peace must be pursued. The vibration, the virtue of peace must be used, but not to continue to allow it. As a peaceful warrior, as a warrior of peace, as a spiritual warrior, I know this so well. I must use my energy to act, to protect, to defend. I must use my energy to sustain peace, restore peace, renew peace, allow peace and protect for peace. But I must do it in a peaceful consciousness. It also is about the consciousness in which you do things within. So if you stand up for yourself or you stand up for someone else, standing up for peace 
in your life or in someone else's life or in your world and your world conflicts. It's also about the consciousness in which you do it. The virtue of peace pervading the consciousness. Filling the reason, the motivation, the intention. And it must be something that you apply the four keys that I have spoken of that this channel asks about today, the four keys of co-creation too, yes. To co-create more peace in your life, in your consciousness. Apply those four keys of co-creation to create more peace or to be an instrument of peace. Or perhaps some of you yourselves are called to be peaceful warriors or spiritual warriors in your own ways as that looks different for each and every spiritual warrior, peaceful warrior that exists. But you can use those four keys of co-creation that I have spoken about before. Dream, intend, imagine, and manifest. To create and co-create more peace in your life, in the lives of others, in your consciousness, and in the world. Dream it. Dream it. Actually allow yourselves to dream a world at peace. A life filled with peace. Your consciousness filled with peace. When I speak about perfection, I do remind you because oftentimes the first thing that your minds go to when you are encouraged as I am encouraging today to dream in such a way. Some utopian perfection is what begins to first begin to be dreamed or imagined. There is a link between dreaming and imagination and imagination and dreaming. They are not the same, but they are actively interconnected. Dreaming, intention, imagination, manifestation are all actively interconnected. Each one of them requires some aspect of the others to actively be involved, especially if it's becoming fully manifested. But you can use these to bring more peace through. The virtue of peace, the energy of peace that's already there, the divine virtue of peace that's already there, 
letting it fill your consciousness, allowing it to fill your consciousness. Dream a world of peace. Dream of life of peace. Dream of your consciousness of filled it with peace. Set the intention for such. Set the intention. Multiple intentions it may require. And I begin to imagine using your active imagination. The dreaming process allows you to use what this channel has referred to as passive imagination or receptive imagination is engaged in the dreaming process. With the active imagination, the part that you consciously use and can self-generate with becomes engaged and needs to be engaged as well. After you set the intention, begin to imagine what that might look like, what that will look like, feel like, be like, because maybe it is difficult to see. Maybe it is difficult in your mind's eye to imagine what it might look like. More peace in your consciousness or more peace in your heart or more peace in your life or in your relationships or more peace in the energy fields around you, the environments that you're within or more peace in the world, peace on earth all of which affect you, by the way. Conflicts in other parts of the world, they're not separate from you. While you may not be in the immediate energy fields of which they are taking place, you are all a part of one field of creation. Living in one biosphere that you call Earth, part of one family of humanity and one family of spirit, actually, the greater family of spirit, that you all would be moved to tears. and weep for days if you truly saw the true depth the way we know it, the way we understand it of how vast and intricate and immense your connections as one family of spirit truly is and truly you are. Some of these truths you're not ready for. Some of these truths you hold yourself back from, literally suppress them consciously or unconsciously 
that the truths will emerge nonetheless. So set the intentions for peace. Imagine that peace. And imagine it for yourself and for all. Because when all are thriving is when you will thrive the most. And what I'm describing is holism. In my previous message, this year, on the subject of peace, I spoke about holistic peace. This message is in addition to that. But there are also reminders within it. Holism is the operating model of the natural world. Holism is the operating model of your bodies. Holism is the operating model of your body, mind, emotion, spirit, connection. The operating model of the biosphere of the planet and the ecosystems all within it. And the operating model of the universe. That you are not just in but it is in you. For you are not just in the universe, the universe is in you. You're not just on the earth, the earth is in you. You're not just in the species of humanity, of humankind. Humanity is within you. Humanity must continue to rise within you. It's the experience you've all come here to have. You are, by your truest nature, eternal spirit souls. But you've come here as one large family of spirit to have this collective human experience with each other, not just by yourselves, not just alone or with a handful of other people or an extended family of a few other families.
You've come here as eternal spirit souls, as one large spiritual family. To have this experience of humanity together. To share in it. To co-create in it and to co-create within this time-space continuum. This time-space continuum that you've been given certain powers and abilities and gifts of co-creation within. Imagination is one of those powers. One of those powers to co-create with in this human experience. And using your free will to choose is setting an intention. Any choice you make, an intention is made. If you choose to buy something, there's an intention that has to be activated. The will intends to do so, then you do so. If you choose to invest in something or support something or someone, if you choose to say something or speak something, if you choose to be silent, whatever the choice is, free will is involved. And the moment that that free will becomes active is when an intention is set. For intention is will in an active form, in an active state. And so when your will and your choice is set forth through intention and then your imagination is engaged then you have the ability to manifest. You have the ability to manifest all that you dream. And the divine energy of the virtues there, yes, as the tools to do it. And also as the guiding energies as well, guiding you on how to manifest. Manifesting in peace, for peace, with peace. Regardless of what the virtue is, manifesting in the energy, with the energy of compassion. They go hand in hand. All of the virtues ultimately all synergize. I have been speaking about certain ones and asking that certain ones be focused on during this series of messages that I've asked this channel to be the instrument for the delivery of. But not just those virtues that I have asked to be focused on for synergy are the ones, they're not the only ones that synergize with each other. 
all of them flow together, synergize together. And someday, the full realization and revelation of that will be in your consciousness. As it is, as it was, and as it will be. The decision for that has already been made. There's a collective soul contract that you also all share. A collective soul contract for humanity that you all share. And that's how I can assure you That one day, and that day, it doesn't have to be a long time in the future. It actually could manifest at any moment. There's nothing fixed in the timing of when the revelation and the realization of living the virtues being at a place where they fill your consciousness in synergy and imbibe your choices, your beliefs, etc. When I say that day will come, it doesn't mean generations from now, it doesn't mean hundreds or thousands of years from now. It could potentially be at any moment. There's not a fixed or set amount of time limiting when that shift in consciousness can take place. But it does not have to be rushed either. It's when everyone is ready. When everything comes into alignment. Say for example, the solstices. You may know that winter is coming. There may even be days preceding the winter solstice that feels like winter, looks like winter. And every way would seem as if winter had already come, as if it had already arrived. 
You all are experiencing this when it comes to the great shift of the ages. You are experiencing this when it comes to the 2020 shift that continues to be ongoing. You're experiencing this when it comes to this greater collective spiritual ascension or enlightenment that I'm also speaking about. But then everything aligns. A precise alignment. And then from that moment forth, full winter arrives. It does not mean that during that winter there aren't warmer days than some. It doesn't mean that even during that winter there can be days in which it even seems like spring. But the full energy of winter arriving in all that it brings. And the full role that it is meant to play within the whole of creation. And I choose at the time of this winter solstice to deliver this message. And I choose to use the winter solstice as the analogy I'm using in this message. Also for another reason. It would be perhaps maybe easier if I chose the spring equinox or the summer solstice. But I'm choosing the winter for another very important reason. Winters are not easy. Even with all of your current modern day technology and the modern day conveniences that you have that make living through them and still doing everything that you need to do and manifesting and co-creating within them easier than they used to be for your parents and your grandparents and your great-great-grandparents and your great-great-great-grandparents. Even with all of those technologies and those modern-day conveniences, winter is still not easy. The energies of it are challenging for a reason. The energies of all the seasons are conducive. They conduct and are conducive thus of exactly what is needed. for all of the stages of life, for life to be what it is. Even in parts of the world where winter is not cold, 
places close to the equator where winter is warm. The energies can still be challenging. The energies can still be different and they are still conducive. Because of the light. And the way the light is moving and flowing and the way that it is doing what it needs to do. Everything has its place. Everything has its reason. Everything has its season. Even in places where it seems as if the seasons do not exist, they exist. They just don't manifest the same. The energies still exist and the energies still flow. They just don't manifest the same. Meaning they don't look the same, they don't feel the same. But there's another reason why I use the winter for this analogy. And it has to do with your likes and your dislikes. There are indeed those who like and love the winter season in all parts of the world. And this is a good thing because all seasons need to be liked and loved. Just like all seasons of your life need to be liked and loved. All seasons of stages of growth and development for everything and everyone around you need to be liked and loved. The easy ones are not the only ones to be liked and loved. There's a resistance, however, overall to the energies of winter. And a resistance that you all have to the winter stages that then can be also understood in the cycles that happen all around you in life. For example, the winter stage of life, which is elderhood. There's a resistance to that and wanting to not allow it to be what it is meant to be and to continue spring and summer for as long as possible and to pretend that the winter stage of life is actually spring or summer stage or fall stage. To fight that, to resist that, to reject that. is not peace. It's not any of the virtues. You cannot make winter, summer, fall or spring, but you can be at peace with all of it.
even in your financial systems, there are cycles that the seasons equate. Low tides, winter tides. Money is energy, energy is currency, money is currency. This is literally the word that you use to call it. It's called currency. When there is a season or a cycle that is analogous to a winter season or cycle with the movement of that currency, the flow of that currency, there is resistance to that. There is fear to that. And yet, those stages and cycles always come. They are always a part of nature. Regardless of what phase or stage or cycle of life you're in or the flow of your currency is at, regardless of what phase or stage or cycle of manifestation, any of your dreams or your intentions or any of what you've imagined may be in or is at, it may be in a winter phase of that manifestation. But look out into nature without the winter stage of the manifestation, then the budding of the spring would not come the blooming of the summer would not come. The harvest of the fall would not come. But rather than resist or fear or worry or be anxiety about any of the stages and cycles, especially if there is a winter stage or cycle that is happening in that manifestation, in that co-creation, your consciousness can be filled with the virtue of peace, can be in peace and at peace through it all, with it all, in response to it all, in moving and flowing with it all. For with every low tide, there will be another high tide. With every winter comes a spring. For every winter solstice, there will be a summer solstice. The peak of the light. The peak of the blooming. To be in the consciousness of peace, with it all, through it all, from it all, for it all, even for it all to manifest in the way that it is meant to be at every stage and phase of its manifestation. Just like your life has the seasons of life, and the stages and the phases 
of the seasons of life. You can be at peace with each and every phase and stage of it. And actually that peace does not need to be lost or disrupted by anything or anyone. The peace that is the virtue of peace. That is the ever-present energy of the divine around you and within you. It's like a deep well of peace that you can always be filled by. That is ever-present there. That nothing and no one, no circumstances, can take away. what I have referred to previously as endless peace. Holistic peace. It is whole. It is complete. It is not absence or devoid of anything. It's whole and complete. Always. That peace is already within you. Seek it. And you will find it. Choose it. And you will know it. Be it. Live it. And you will co-create in it everything that you co-create, everything that you manifest, and that you are a part of in this world. I realize that there are other questions that I have been asked that I have not answered here today. Those answers will come those answers will be given but I have transmitted the words, the energy, the light and the peace. That is my intention to do so today. This message is whole now, it is complete, and I know that it will go forth and energetically expand like a seed in the soil during the winter. It has been planted. It is receiving the energy that it needs to receive and it will grow.
as the energies expand, as the energies shift, as the light expands. This winter gives way to spring. It will grow and you will grow. And for all this and more, I give thanks. That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message for the Archangel Michael. And then we'll bring the process back full circle to praise again. I'm just going to do the Adonai Elohim a couple times just to honor the process and complete it. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And then we'll slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. So you can slowly begin to open your eyes, shift and move however you need to, coming fully up out of the meditation. As I'm coming up out of the meditation, I'll try to pull through anything that are final comments that I would like to make. Um, first of all, the thing that stood out to me the most was this, this immense feeling of everything that he was just talking about and describing. And sometimes that's my favorite thing that comes from these transmissions is that Oftentimes I'm given the opportunity to feel what it is that he's describing or saying or speaking about and I could just feel this all-encompassing immense peace that he described all throughout and wove the whole message was, was weaving it, weaving it. Um, the other thing that really stood out to me was when he talked about um, he has often spoken about there being a collective soul contract for humanity, but when he talked about this time, there was something different and unique and special about um, some of the things that he said and how he said there being a, um, a spiritual family, that the, the humanity is part of a spiritual, a, a large, vast spiritual family. Um, there were some unique parts to that that I've never heard him say quite the way that he said it tonight and the feeling that I got behind it. And then when he was talking about 
um, if we, if and when we, if we, if we woke up and we realized it all at once, he said we would weep for days, right? We would like literally weep for days, and we. Would, I also felt like we would be going around and apologizing for so many things and like making amends, like almost like the um, the practice of uh, you know um, making amends, making things right, restoring those uh, right relations and things again. Um, but when he said that, I was feeling, uh, when, it, when he was describing that, um, I was feeling the, the enormity um, of that and that the tears would not just be tears of sadness, they would also be tears of joy. Um, they would be, um, you know, kind of like, kind of like when somebody has just like gone through something like really immense, like maybe like you know, it was an immense ordeal, but they're happy, they're sad, they're, you know, it's every emotion, like every emotion is what it felt like, you know, when he was describing this, I could, I could like feel as if some of those tears were like, you know, going to come through, and it felt like every, every emotion, like it would just be kind of the feeling of every emotion. So that was uh, something that really stood out um, to me and was very unique um, in the message. And I loved how he was always bringing things full circle. Um, there was a lot of like, you know, kind of weaving going off this direction and then bringing it full circle back. And then weaving and then going off this direction and bringing it full circle back. The angels do that a lot um, in the, the experiences that I've had with them. As far as actual um, visuals, uh, there was definitely some things, but I'm it's fading fast and I'm not able to kind of pull through it together. I saw a lot of white light. Um, that was one of the things, uh, like a beautiful uh, crystalline sunlight, kind of golden white light. And uh, of course, Archangel Michael's blue violet light in the beginning. Um, not a, not other, well, I saw some visuals associated with the seed he was talking about there at the end, uh, some of that stuff. So. And now is the time, if you want to type something into the chat, um, now is the time to do so. Either the chat box or the Q&A. It looks like the chat box might be working. <laughs> uh, it hasn't, my chat box on my, my um, Zoom hasn't worked for quite a while, so it looks like it finally might be fixed and it's working. If you have a question, you're welcome to put type that in there. I can do my best. Um, if you have a comment, you're welcome to just kind of make a comment, uh, say goodbye, uh, whatever you'd like to do. Um, you know, say, say thank you if you'd like, and I'll just check that, and I'll go back through, and I'll start at the beginning. Um, yeah, let's see, where was the beginning? Okay, so thank you, thanks, happy holidays. I'm not sure which one's been, the, oh, timing-wise, okay. Okay, so at 526, dear Anna, thank you for your work. You're welcome. Will the recordings be made available to us? I had some interruptions. P.S. Aloha. Mahalo. Hi, Angelisa. It's very great to see you here. Um, yes, uh, on the podcast next week, the Celestial Voice podcast, um, you're on the email list, so it'll be emailed out um, when that podcast is up. It'll be a free podcast. You can listen to it or you can download it. Um, so, yeah, the recording will be available. The earliest, however, will be next week. Um, thank you, Anna. You're welcome. And thank you so much. You're welcome. Welcome. Um, sacred solstice, may all the angels, triumph, seraphina, cherubs, archangels, especially Michael, guide and protect the planet of blessings. Thank you. From Clayton, North Carolina. Namaste. 
Thank you very much. Uh, lots of thank yous here. Lots of thanks and happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. The holy days. Holidays means holy days. So lots of gratitude and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, thank you, Archangel Michael. That w it was very peaceful, right? I mean, it was very, <laughs> I was just filled with that peaceful, planning on maintaining it. Um, thank you, Merry Christmas. God bless you. Be thinking more on peace for sure. Yes, vibing, vibing it in our consciousness. Happy holidays. Peace is not the absence of conflict. That's, it is a wow. It is a wow. Thank you so much. Blessings. Sorry, Anna, today you channeled so fast it was very difficult to understand. Yeah, I, I don't have the speed. I, I, for some reason, there's sometimes he speaks very slowly and there's a rhythm to that. And there's also sometimes he speaks very quickly and there's a rhythm to that. So that's what the recordings are also for. So please, uh, when the, when the, um, so Mara, when the recordings come out and the, the, uh, the podcast, sorry, gets uploaded, uh, be sure you listen to it and you can pause it uh, along the way to make sure that uh, you're grasping everything that he's saying there. Solstice greetings from London. Yes, happy solstice. And uh, grateful, much gratitude. Yes, um, thank you and blessings. I really appreciate all this gratitude you guys are outpouring here. This is so sweet of you. Um, love the message. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. As always, you radiate our lives individually and collectively. There are no words to express the gratitude to us all. Oh, thank you, Roxanne. Appreciate that. Irene, thank you so much, Anna. Have a nice holiday. Blessings from Florida. Okay, thank you. Peace and love to you. Peace and love to you all. I, 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 I reverberate that back. All this beautiful gratitude that I'm feeling flooded by. So thank you so much. Um, I hope you all have a peaceful, joyful holiday. I also liked how he described uh, peace and joy being able to simultaneously coexist in peaceful, ecstatic uh, state, like being able to coexist. Um, that peace isn't the absence of that uh, joy or ecstasy or bliss. I also described. I also liked how he described that too. It's not the absence of anything. So remember, he talked about the sacred pause. Yes, he wasn't practicing it tonight. <laughs> he was going fast. I agree. <laughs> yes, uh, he, yes. He, for three messages, actually, uh, one one in particular that's on the podcast. It's called the sacred pause, um, and then there's sub two after that. He spoke about the sacred pause, um, and uh, tonight he didn't speak about it and he didn't practice it much. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't feel that we it's he says it's meant to be a tool uh, a spiritual practice for these times that we're living in period just period uh so i'd say the sacred pause could be uh, a spiritual practice uh for being able to connect with that piece because he describes the sacred pause in those previous messages as a way to connect right um as a way to connect so thank you for bringing that up i really appreciate that says angel of peace in my dream last night speaking of peace wow that's quite amazing well archangel michael is an angel of peace too and he reminded us of that tonight as a peaceful warrior a spiritual warrior 
Um, a lot of people think that he destroys. He destroys nothing or no one. <laughs> you know, it, the way that he works to defeat the darkness, defeat the shadow, isn't destructive. It transmutes. Um, he transmutes. He doesn't harm or destroy. All right, happy holidays. I think I made it through. Love the part about the seasons, winter and seasons of life. Need to like and love all of the seasons. I love that part too. It's such important wisdom. <laughs> all right, I think I made it through all the comments. Yes, so thank you so much everybody. Have a happy solstice, happy Hanukkah, happy holiday season, all the holy days, and very, very Merry Christmas. Take care. Have a good evening. Blessings. Watch your email next week for the recordings. Thanks. Bye. Record.